Alright guys, this is Eddie from the future, commentating on the past episode. Um, Before we get into today's podcast, I just want to say, fuck, fuck, fuck Ohio. Ohio is the worst state to ever exist. I just want to say, if we can get rid of Ohio, then, you know, I feel like the U.S. would be a much better place. People say that Jersey drivers can't drive? No, 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 no. People from Ohio cannot drive. They merge with no signal, don't even bother to even observe the speed limit when it's not 70, and are just, above all, reckless drivers. Really? Ohio is the bane of my existence. Oh, and the traffic. Let's not forget the goddamn traffic. Jesus Christ, it took a half hour to go five minutes up the road so I can get into Kentucky. To Kentucky. Honestly, Ohio, do yourselves a favor and secede from the union. Nobody would care. LeBron left you. A lot of my friends move out of state of Ohio to go to other accredited, better accommodating schools than you, just give up, Ohio. Give up. Nobody wants to be with you. All right? All right? Go away. And with that, back to the regularly scheduled programming for this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Everyday Eddie. This is your host, Eddie, and this is my everyday life. Uh, I'm currently recording this episode on July 12th, I think it's the 12th? 13th. Oh, it's the 13th. Hey, you just heard a voice, and that is my guest for today. I hate this bitch, but she calls us friends. Uh, Her name is Ashley. Ashley, say what's up to the people. We are Ashley friends, just for the record. Yeah, she likes to call us friends, but we I... We are friends, I Eddie. Hate, I, we are friends. Listen, we are friends... No, okay. So, I dated her ex-best friend. And I dated one of your friends. Yes, and then you fucked, like, three more of my friends. Because but, it's fun, I'm sorry. But we worked together and we became friends. We worked, past tense, because I don't think that place is ever calling me back. Well, if you didn't get another job, we would call you back. Listen, I got another job. They knew this, but I was management. And there goes Brian, so you're going to hear that in the background. Because I'm not actually wearing earphones, so you can hear Ashley. Yes. Yeah, so we're recording this. We're watching Teen Wolf, and we are both drinking on a Monday. How fun is this? Right before I leave to go visit my dad. So and it's only 7 p.m., and we're both feeling it. Yeah, it... It turned into, we're not going to go that hard to, if you've ever seen How I Met Your Mother, it turned into, we go hard tonight. We go hard tonight. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, but, you know, I'm just going to let the conversation guide us, and eventually we'll come to a topic. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the nonsense that's going to entertain you for the next half hour to an hour. All right, so Ashley... Ashley, Ashley, what can I ask you? Is anything off limits? I mean, a lot is off limits. What are you trying to ask? I mean, I don't know. I feel like we've had a lot of conversations about different things over the course of our getting to know. Okay, so here is how I met Ashley. Oh, God. So Ashley slept with one of my friends while I was dating her ex-best friend. And And the first thing he has ever said to me without any context, without knowing me, without introducing himself, was just how big, and starts moving his hands to tell me how big his friend is. Yeah, and she never told me to stop, so I'm assuming this friend is pretty fucking loaded in the pants department. I expected a, hi, I'm Eddie, but no, I did not get that. Was this, like, my birthday weekend? Yes, it was, but I was DD. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she literally walks in with my ex-girlfriend and a bunch of her friends. I have my friend uh, Rudy, who has been on the podcast before, my roommate at the time, Elliot, and uh, my friend Brianna. And literally the first thing I ask her is, like, okay, so how big is he? And I'd start going, and I'm just like, oh, damn, oh, damn. And she never stopped me, so I'm assuming this man has a girthy monster in his pants. 
But it, it's very interesting because that man turned out to be my DD for the night. So it was a without vi- warning me. Okay, well, one, I didn't know you enough to warn you, and two, it's funnier that way because he was, doesn't even remember the first time you guys had sex. It was an awkward night to begin with because I was sitting on the ground. We were playing whatever the fuck game it was that you like answered on your phone. It appeared on the screen. I don't know. Rudy had it on his phone. And your roommate was laying in my lap, and then he walked in, and I was confused on everything that was going on. And then I dropped you guys, or I dropped the girls off at Bottoms Up. Then I went home and hooked up with my ex. So, like, nothing even came up that night. Yeah. I mean, you were pretty, like, switching back and forth. And you ended up eventually hooking up with my roommate at the time, which we don't need to get into the details of that. But we that is a thing that did happen. Um, okay, I've so out of like, three of your friends, so, like, does yeah, it really okay, matter? Yeah, okay, that was my next question. Out of, like, my friends that you've hooked up with, which is, like, three or four of them, uh, without naming names out of one, two, and three, and four, which you know the order in which you've hooked up with them. Yes. That's how we're going to leave it. Uh, which one would you say is the biggest, and then which one would you say was the best? So, four was the biggest, two was the best. Two. Okay, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um. Size does not matter. I can it, promise you that. Yeah, it's all about the most... See, girls say that. But when you have the biggest and it just doesn't end up working out, it doesn't matter how big it is. If you know what you're doing, things get accomplished. Okay, yeah. So that goes back to the age-old saying of, like, it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. That's but very true. I don't know. If you're saying four was the biggest but two was the best, clearly two it's all about the motion. Doing. Okay, okay. Two was well aware of what he had, what he was doing, and how to do it. Four just knew that he was big, and that's all he had. So, you would say Four was trying to break you? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Is that not what... One was decent, two was the best, three was like... It happened because it happened. It happened because it happened, and then four was just so big I, I couldn't... Okay, I understand that. I understand that. And you've also, aside from fucking my friends <laughs> and not giving me a chance, but that's that's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another that's day. That's not a topic you, we're going to discuss. Exactly. That's how come I said it's a topic for another day. You've also had an Italian sugar daddy. I did. It how was, was amazing. That? Oh my God, it was so much fun. We'd hook up at his house, his, his separate apartment. He paid for everything I needed. When I got mono and I had to go to the doctor, I told him that I was sick one day. He just sent me 300 euro. So, like, anything I ever wanted, he just paid for. He still, if I ever ask him for anything, he still just, like, sends me money for it, even today. Damn, wait, He has a girlfriend, too, which is the sad part. Okay, so wait, if you told him you needed $200, but you were really going to give that to me, he, he he would send you $200? If I had a good reason, definitely. And, like, his sister is one of my best friends, too. So I talk to her almost every single day because in Italy, they don't use Snapchat. They use, um, what the fuck is it called? WhatsPad. No, not WhatsPad. WhatsApp. That's what they use. Okay, I'm And Instagram. So I talk to her on those two apps. They don't use Instagram. They don't really use Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. So I still talk to her almost every single day because I was supposed to go back and visit them this summer, but they're not allowing Americans to visit. Yeah, because fucking... How do you feel about COVID, considering that you are, without lack for a better word, in the hospitality industry, not getting into what you actually do, but the hospitality industry has basically suffered a lot from, like, COVID. How do you feel, like, is going to be the best route for them to recover? I don't know how they're going to recover, honestly, because people kind of just ignore it now. And, like, even guests at the hotel that I had to deal with this weekend just completely ignore it. And they get mad that they have to wear their masks or that the restaurant is closed or that the pool has a limit. Like, people just 
choose to ignore the fact that something is going on outside their world because no one they know has been affected by COVID. And I have to sit there and I have to check people in from Florida or North Carolina or the big states that have That are open and then shutting down again because yes. they're fucking assholes. They're mask holes. <laughs> they're mask holes. All right, so... So, you're working probably, like, long-ass shifts, because I used to work at this same uh, hotel. Um, They gave up on overtime, though. They schedule me for 43 hours a week, and then forget that they don't give me breaks. So, I'm hitting 46 hours a week. And then they're like, oh, Ashley, like, you're over 40 hours. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do about it? They're like, oh, we don't know. We're going to schedule for 43 hours anyway. So, basically... The hospitality industry is essentially suffering because not too many people are traveling or booking hotels. And then they have staff, they're overworking because they can't really have too many employees at the same time. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I don't have a houseman. I don't have anyone in laundry. Oh my god, yesterday, laundry left without doing anything. So I had dirty towels, and I had a room of ten people that needed towels, and I called the GM, like, on her cell phone. I was like, hey, I need help. And she's like, oh, don't worry. Like, go to storage. You'll find something. I was like, okay, I have 30 towels. And I had to distribute those throughout my shift. And then at 11 o'clock, someone asked for a towel. And I was like, I'm sorry. We're completely out of towels. That is... That's I don't, fucked up. I don't even think it's, like, shitty hotel business. I just think that's our hotel specifically that it's uh, really just our hotel uh, our hotel is not equipped and doesn't have enough people to handle what's going on right now because our i feel like the people who own our hotel which isn't it's not a shot at them we're not going to name the hotel but they just when it comes to managing the hotel it's on the back burner because they have so many other businesses that they're trying to manage at the same time that they forget how to properly run a hotel they're so focused on their new business of opening the unnamed coffee shop that they don't care what's going on behind the scenes. Their main focus is what's opening up, what's new, what's, like... It's how, like how, what's, what's trending? What? How I Met Your Mother. New is always better. New is always... Okay, so there's probably going to be a lot of How I Met Your Mother references because I personally love the show. She loves the show. And for some reason, whenever I have a thought about How I Met Your Mother, of course I have to text her because... She's the only fucking person I know that actually watches the show. It's nine seasons and amazing. Everyone should watch it. To I thought begin it was only with. eight. No, it's nine seasons. Oh, damn. I just finished rewatching it, so. There's an entire, entire season of the wedding. And then okay. after the wedding. Can like, we talk about how, like, that last season of the wedding is fucking terrible? Oh my because God. it's, like, 45 hours before the wedding. 30 hours before the wedding, 11 hours before the wedding, the day of the wedding, an hour before the wedding, and then just to have... Okay, so I put a poll on Twitter, and a lot of people answered no, that because of the series finale of a show is terrible, it doesn't ruin the rest of the show. I personally think otherwise, because if I'm watching a show and all of it is supposed to lead up to the ending of the show... And the ending of the show goes back on literally everything, like, because they're scared to take a chance on something different. I think it ruins the show. I agree. Because, like, The Office and New Girl ended so nicely that it just plays into the effect of the entire show. Like, The Office obviously ends with everyone going their separate ways. Like, Dwight finally becomes manager. Jim and Pam move to Austin so Jim can do the company that he had started. New Girl ends with Jess and Nick finally getting together. Cece and Schmidt are together. Winston and Allie are together. Like, everyone ends up in the exact spot that they're supposed to. But How I Met Your Mother, Ted goes back and forth between Robin and so many other girls that it just ruins the show that he ends up with Robin. Like, why does why do they have to kill the mother off? That doesn't make sense to me at all. Which also, if this is a spoiler for you, watch the fucking show. It ended, like, 2012, 2013. 2012. 2013. So, like, if we're spoiling anything for you, then I guess... Office ended in probably, like, 2013. New Girl ended in 2017. Like, all these shows have ended so long ago. Yeah, so, like, spoilers, but who cares? But, like, yeah, like... 
I don't know, like, How I Met Your Mother, it was very unsatisfying to see how it ended for Ted, and then... They just end up where they are in, like, episode two, or episode one, whatever it was. Yeah, it just basically goes back, which, like, some shows it is fulfilling, especially when they go back to episode one and revisit something, but in a in a show where it's literally titled How I Met Your Mother, and it's the story of how you met your mo- like your children's mother... And, and then it, you end up with another girl. Like, it doesn't it, make sense. Yeah, like, I guess that they were so scared. In my opinion, they were scared of how the mother would be received that they didn't want to take a chance on that. But I guess she ended up being more well-received than others because she actually ended up being a lot of people's favorite characters. And people were actually disappointed when it turned out that Ted was with Robin. And, you know, like, I can see it, but at the same time, you kind of wish that something better had happened for them. Don't you agree? They had so much going for the, the show, and they ruined it. Yeah, it, it was a very long-running series. Like, even now to this day, you can see people who complain about the fact that Ted ended up with Robin. Because I was originally too young to even start the show, because it went nine seasons. So the reason why I started watching it is because I saw the season finale and so many people on like Twitter, Instagram, and at the time Tumblr were and saying, Reddit. yeah, hated the show and how it ended. So I was like, oh, I've heard of the show. Let me start watching it. So I would literally lay in my bed and watch on my Kindle Nook, like all the shows because they were on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I was <laughs> that your, person. On your Kindle Nook. Oh my fucking God. That's what I had when I was that age. And I started watching it, and I was way too young to watch the show, but it was so good, and it ended so badly, and I knew that it was going to end badly, because I saw The season finale, and then watched back. And then I was like, well, I gotta see why everyone hated the season finale, but it was so stupid. Like, to me, aside from the ending... that didn't happen. Yeah, it happened, but aside from the ending... I think probably my favorite character throughout the whole show and who had the most growth was probably Barney. Barney. Like, Barney's the only character throughout that whole storyline actually grew as a person. Marshall and Lily, you kind of just like, okay, you kind of see where this is going. Robin, she didn't really change as a person. Yeah. Also, I'm going to say this once and hopefully it sticks, but. If you're seeing your therapist, do not fucking date your therapist. Do not date your therapist. That do was such a stupid storyline. Because it, it was just storyline for Barney and Robin to realize that they still love each other. But even in the end, Robin chose to continue dating her therapist. And when he proposed, it was just like, hey, I want to tell you. Like, she was about to tell him, like, hey, I cheated on you. And she was, he was just like, well, if we have a good thing. Go-, which, if you have a good thing going... Granted, I've cheated in different relationships. Um, If someone proposes to you and they say, don't tell me what you did so we can continue being happy, tell them what the fuck you did. Tell them what the fuck you did. It's one thing if you're still dating and you cheat, but once marriage is on the table, you got to tell the person what the fuck you did. You got to tell them what the fuck you did. Like, that shit is just... You can't live a lie because something like, hey, Ashley... We're about to get married, but just so you know, I cheated on you with one of my best friends. How would that make you feel? Like, that is the worst. I don't know. Kevin was the worst character in that entire show. Like, the storyline bringing him in and the fact that Robin cheated on him with Barney and then was going to break up with him, but then he proposed and she couldn't break up. Like, it's just so stupid. Which she ended up breaking up with him anyways, but she never told him that she cheated, which is the part that bugs me. It's like, yo, once marriage is on the table... Before you propose to anyone or before you accept anyone's proposal, if you've ever cheated, you have to, have to, have to come clean about that shit. Because you can't start a marriage on a lie. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Okay, as long as we're on the same page about that. Like, because you can start a marriage any which way you want, but once there's lying on the table, like, you kind of got to, like, shut that shit down. Just shut shut it down. Like, you have to give the person, like, hey, this is what you're walking into. This is what happened over the course of the time that we were dating. Do you still want to marry me? 
I feel like you're building up to something that I lied about. I mean, I could go on about things that you've lied about, but I, I'm not building to that. I know, but the people that I have lied to are people that I don't want in my life. And I have but you almost still, everyone. There's one person that's still remaining in my life that I've lied to. And you still accept gifts from them, which, you know, it's... If he wants to send me gifts, he can send me gifts, okay? Alright, whatever. Well, that's enough of that. So, Ashley, there's been a lot of talk lately about uh, entanglements. 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 Have you ever had yourself an entanglement? Yes. Ooh, scandalous. <laughs> what are you saying scandalous? You knew everything that had happened that night because I was with you. I know. You dropped me off at the house. I know, but, you know, it's still scandalous. But, oh, okay, Brian, cool. Uh, my question... Or not really a question, but, like, do you think in, like, if it's to save a relationship and you are previously split, are entanglements okay? If you're splitting up to work on your relationship and, like, kind of, you just need space, is it okay to have an entanglement? Like, during the working on it portion or during the you're in a relationship portion? On the you're working on it portion. I mean, I feel like that's more okay than it is if you're in a like in a defined relationship okay okay now concerning the will and jada situation do you know a lot about that all i know is she cheated on him i really have just gotten my information from tiktok because i'm a horrible human and haven't like actually looked into okay it. she didn't actually cheat for one she they were separated she didn't think they were going to get back together and she found herself in an entanglement with August. Um, August? Alicinia, the singer, R&B singer? No, rapper. I don't know. Okay. Well, she found herself in an entanglement, which after kind of like pulling teeth, Will Smith uh, got her to say she was in a relationship with the man. Um, do you feel like, what would you consider an entanglement? Would it just be like strictly fucking or would it be like dating? Well, first off, that's really sad because there's a J. Cole lyric about having that Will and Jada love. So a lot that makes of people me are, feel bad. Yeah, a lot of people are making jokes about that now. Okay, well, I have not been on that part of the internet that I've seen that, so I'm really sad about J. Cole. Step your Twitter game up. I'm sorry. I'll get on more Twitter. I'm at work all the time. I can only do so much. That's the perfect time for Twitter. You would think, but people yell at me all the time when I'm in the back office. So I pretend that I'm, like, drinking water so they know that, like, oh, I'm on break. But whatever. Anyway, going back to it. Was your original question that what's better, entanglement or... Or, like, what do you consider an entanglement? An entanglement is anything that involves you, like, flirting, kissing, hooking up with anyone that you're not in a relationship if you're currently in a relationship. Like, I had a personal entanglement myself, and it did not end well. I mean, but, I mean, your entanglement was just that. It was, like, a one-night entanglement, and then your relationship, while you were in your entanglement, ended for completely different reasons. Very true. The relationship was supposed to end months before, like, so long before the entanglement had happened that I was so far out of love that I was just in this relationship be for the sheer reason that I could not get out of it. That yeah, I called you a wet noodle because you tried to yeah, break up with did. this man. And no, what you called me was nudes for short for noodle and yelled it across the hotel lobby while other guests were in the lobby and you yelled, hey, yo, nudes, can it's, you help me? It's not and my fault to, you don't have a spine. I had to explain to people that you call me nudes for short for noodles because I have no spine and the guest was not happy with the fact that you were calling me nudes I was like I'm so sorry sir like just so you know that's an inside joke between me and him about how I have no spine so he calls me noodle I'm like I know it sounds bad that he calls me nudes because it sounds like I'm sending pictures but I'm really not that was, like, an interesting conversation between me and, like, a 50-year-old man. So, thank yeah, no, you. Yeah, nobody ever complained about it, though, because I never got in trouble for it. True. Which no, is, like, <laughs> weird. I've never got in trouble at any job for saying anything, and I've I'm very I've had some really crass. bad conversations 
with people that I work with, and other people have overheard, but no one's ever said anything, so, like, no one's, no one guesses that something has happened. Yeah. But, I don't, lucky. <laughs> I don't know, like, in entanglements, I, I feel like, once you step out, like, yes, once you step out of your relationship, you are currently in an entanglement. Um... But sometimes you're still in the relationship because you can't escape. Nah, like, okay. Or does that just happen to me? That that's just you. Oh, okay. okay, so <laughs> if you're in a relationship, you okay? I want to clarify this very, very much and very, very strictly. If you are in a relationship and the person is threatening self harm if you stay with them, that is manipulative. Not if you stay with them, if you leave them. Okay, if you leave them and they are threatening uh, self harm, that is manipulative, and you should excavate from your from that uh, relationship as soon as possible. It is not on you or your mental health to stay with a person like that. But if it's holding over your head, it, it makes you feel bad, so you have to stay. No, that is okay. You right now are experiencing Stockholm syndrome. Where you are sympathizing no, with the person that is manipulating you. That's when someone kidnaps you. And it you applies fake. the same way. No, it doesn't. Because I willingly got into this relationship. And then when I wanted to leave, I was forced to stay. So that's abuse. That's not Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome is when someone like kidnaps you. And you pretend to be in love with them so that you can try to escape because something happened well no uh stockholm syndrome is actually when you sympathize with the person who is keeping you entrapped there's like an nci case episode thing about the town that it was right next to where i grew up in and it was actually really funny because someone like got kidnapped and she pretended to be in love with the guy so that she can go to the grocery store and then she went to the grocery store and called the cops Either way, if someone is but manipulating you... It's not you, that intense. Okay, maybe your situation wasn't that intense, but at the same time, and I will clarify this, because no matter what she says, if someone is threatening to harm themselves, if you do not stay in a relationship with them, that is even more ammunition to leave the relationship. Their mental health issue is not on you. Like Will Smith said, even though he is in the worst situation of his life it is not on you to make someone else happy it is on that person to be happy and on yourself to be happy and then you come together to share your happiness but if they manipulate you so hard that you think that if you leave they're gonna harm themselves they put that on you they put the blame on you everything is on you so i feel like if i leave then it's my fault that this person commits suicide like it's not i don't want it to to be in this situation but i am so i'm entertaining the idea to the point that we're just friends to save this person's life y'all can't see my face right now but i am looking at her with the most incredulous because she is literally verifying everything that i'm saying without know, trying no to way, verify what no i'm way saying to escape i can't just say like peace out bye and, like, leave him because then he's going to commit suicide. And in his suicide note, it's going to say it was Ashley's fault. And then I'm going to have to live with the guilt for the rest of my life. Because I've done this multiple times. Yeah. Okay. I've been blamed multiple times. It, even though it doesn't, like, actually happen. If this part is in the podcast, like, oh, just know that I was somewhat reluctant to post this. But, oh, my. Th this is. Men are trash. That's. That's the answer of this yep. podcast. I I am not denying this men are trash. I am not denying that men are trash, but there are equally as many women who are just as trash. And the sad fact is that if a man was to report a woman as doing the same shit or like was abusing them, it it, it would, would go, go underlooked. It would go like, on to no look, yeah, because it's the stigma of you're a man. You should like, and I'll even admit like that. When I was younger and naive, it's just like, dude, you're denying sex from a woman. Like, how the fuck are you going to, like, you know, that's that's not. But, like, being older and expanding my view is now I realize, like, yo, if someone forces you or you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable, 
that's abuse. Remove yourself from said situation. Even if, you know, someone is threatening certain things, you kind of got to just know that that's not fully on you. And it's more so the fact that that's on them. They need help mentally that you're not going to be able to provide them. And you should never, ever, 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 ever to the 1000th degree put that on yourself because that is not something that you should have to live with and your mental health is going to suffer drastically see this is why guys don't like report abuse because girls can abuse just as hard as guys can but they're like too proud to like announce the fact that they're being abused it's like it's not really that the fact that they're too proud it's more so the fact that it's toxic masculinity at its finest very true where it's you're not looked at as a man if you deny a woman approaching you for sexual activities but girls are crazy as shit like i'm a girl and i know for a fact that girls are fucked up in the head yeah but like as much as you know no one wants to explain that especially um which this is probably going to, like, not really... I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's one thing to report uh, sexual abuse. Um, it's another thing to report sexual abuse as a man. And then there's a completely different thing to report sexual abuse as a man of color. Um, but have you ever tried to report emotional abuse because i've tried that multiple times and every single time i've been denied they're like oh like you it doesn't even matter like you shouldn't care about this you should leave like you have a different household like the it's people don't care about abuse they really don't it's especially emotional abuse not defending it but just from a standpoint of being a major in criminal justice it is very hard for police to do anything until there is something physical, which is why, like, a lot of people are saying defund the police. It's not really defunding the police or abolishing a police force. It's more so, like, hey, police need to be trained differently so they can handle different situations. They should be trained in the same way that social workers and teachers of really people who are... Like, teachers who are, uh, who teach people with special needs. That's how people are saying, are choosing, like, defund the police is probably the wrong statement to use, but it's more so put the money that goes into the police force into training them to handle people with, uh... Special needs. Special dip- needs. Disabilities, like, mental problems. Yeah, because they're not well-equipped and... A police first instinct is to treat everything at your discretion, which if you feel something is is suspicious, go with your gut. Um, Whereas it should be more that they need to... And yes, some people will argue that that may put their lives in more danger, but they need to treat everything more as if they were talking to someone who just needs help and they don't know what to do and they're in the wrong place in their life at that very moment. See, like, Niagara Falls might be a different area, but what you missed at the hotel is we had a schizophrenic man at the hotel that was giving people money, that was sitting in the lobby, was, was drinking... giving people money? He gave me five bucks. I I took the five bucks. I didn't tell anyone. I put it in my pocket, put it in my bank account. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> but he was sitting in the lobby. He was drinking beer. He was charging it to his room. Like, his card was authorizing for everything, so it, it wasn't an issue for us. Well, we ended up calling the police because he rolled a blunt for himself sitting in, like, the bistro area. He was just sitting in the lobby rolling a blunt. And so we had to call the police, and the police let him gather his stuff and saw that he was high, he was drunk, schizophrenic, and let him drive himself. He pulled out of the hotel, got in a car accident right outside the hotel, and the same officers that visited the hotel had to service the accident. Like, sometimes police just don't know what they're doing. Like, why would you let a man who has proven to be schizophrenic, who was clearly intoxicated, he was high because we called the hotel, or we called the police 
station from the hotel because he was so high that we could not talk to him. And they're like, yeah, he can drive his own car. Like, sometimes their training needs to be adjusted. It has nothing to do with the funding of the police. It's the training of the police. Which, and I get that we spend, and part of it is the training, and some of it is actually the funding of police, because... You know, we spend a lot of money, not just on police, but on a war budget when we're not really, quote unquote, in war. So it's really hard for that. Like, I feel like things need to be fully adjusted for the time period that we're in instead of always anticipating what's going to happen next. But we're in such a weird time period. I feel like we're only in a weird time period because of corona and COVID. Corona slash COVID. Same thing. It's like that mixed with all the racial injustices that are coming up and like everything that's going on because everyone's at home, no one's at work, so everyone's looking into all these little things that have gone under wraps for so long that are coming up. Like the sex trafficking, like everything in Hollywood that's like fucked up, like... So, in the time since, I don't, we don't really have the same, uh, I don't want to say following, but things that we follow, like, news-wise, but since, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but since COVID has happened, we've had Black Lives Matter, we've had the fact that people are wearing masks turn into a, not a health issue, but a political political movement. We've had pedophilia exposed. We've had rapists exposed. We had people selling children on popular re- websites like Wayfair and Amazon. Yeah, we've had uh, sex trafficking. We'll just group that under sex trafficking. All Like, 2020, 2020 has been a year of straight fucking L's. Let, let's just, let's just call L's it. L's across the board. Like, if anyone comes out of 2020 who isn't already uh, financially successful uh, with a W, then kudos to fucking you, and you're probably not listening to this podcast. Um, Let's just be honest right there. But 2020 is the year that, while we all hate it, I know I personally hate it. Ashley, do you hate 2020? I hate 2020 so much. Uh, 2020 has been a year of financial frustration, social frustration, um, romantic frustrations. Romantic slash sexual frustrations. Um, social justice frustrations. But I feel like 2020, to quote off other people who I listen to and podcasts that I follow, 2020 has been the year that we kind of needed as a reset year where all these things have gotten exposed. All these things are now getting talked about. And while they're not trending on Twitter or as big on social media right now, it is currently the year that we needed to reset everything to, I don't want to say give everyone an even playing field because we know that's not fucking happening anytime within the next year or two, but it's definitely the year that we needed to bring attention to a lot of stuff that's gone under the wayside. Do you agree? Everything has gone under the wayside. Like, the fact that everything is coming up right now isn't coincidence. It's because... Everyone was laid off or furloughed like we were, except for, like, you and your current job. But still, like, everyone is looking into more things. Like, Well, yeah, I was furloughed for a couple months, but it's... It's because everyone has time on their hands, so they're researching things that everyone else had just brushed under the rug. Well, yeah, like, 2020 has been the year that people who sit on their hands and do fucking nothing have just gotten a chance to, like voice things and then once they voice things other people can now look it up and then once they look it up it's just like oh shit what is going on over here like 2020 has been a terrible year not just like politically but for me personally which is like if any i've i mentioned this on my last podcast if you've noticed like i haven't been as active on social media as i usually have been Um, It's only been this past week where I've been kind of more active because, you know, I like video games. Video games are fun. When you find out a community that you love is, like, tarnished by pedophiles and weirdos. Who's attacking the video games? 
All right, so, okay, the, now you can see who clearly doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't listen to podcasts. I'm sorry. I hate you. I bet you'll listen to this one back now. I probably will just to see how stupid I sound. Well, yeah, we've been drinking, but um, I'm sorry. I am very like a lot of drinks in right now. It's very. But strange. um, what happened? There's a popular fighting uh convention called Evo where a lot of uh, fighting video games are played, and. It turns out in the 90s, before this event started, one of the co-founders would give kids tokens if they would do naked jumping jacks or just strip in the bathroom of arcades. He'd be like, hey, I'll give you tokens if you do this. There have been several uh, professional players for uh, Super Smash Bros., which is a fighting game uh, of a brawling... Mario game? Yeah, it's kind of related to Mario. But, um... Several players, uh, male and female, um, have been accused of rape, pedophilia, and grooming of young children. Now, you have to think um, that there's varying age gaps because when the first Smash game came out, or when the most popular Smash game came out, a lot of them were 12. When the next one came out, a lot of them didn't play it. So you had like kids who are like 9, 10 years old now getting into it. And now, when the latest game has, has come out, these people are now 12, are, are now 20-year-olds playing with, like, the 12, 13, 14-year-old going to competitions and stuff and, like, kind of just mixing in. So, it's like, hey, you want to get to know other people, you want to learn tips, tricks, you know, different things of the trade, like with any other job, you want to learn from people better than you. So, now, like, these kids are being influenced and put into high pressure situations that they don't know how to respond to and have been taken advantage of at this point so like 2020 has been a trash fucking year but it's the year where you know as much as i hate it 2020 is the year of cancel culture where the things that needed to be canceled have happened but also things that didn't need to be canceled has happened so you kind of got to, like, do your research on, like, what's been canceled, quote-unquote what's been canceled and what hasn't been canceled, and kind of just decide for yourself, you know, the good and the bad. It's maybe controversial, but I feel like cancer, canceled culture is so nice because other people do the research and they're like, oh, this brand is canceled or this person. And it's like things that you fully support and you see that people are knocking it down then you can realize like what has been done that you can can't like one of my favorite clothing websites has been canceled recently for their nazi like background yeah and like different food stores and different artists that i listen to with like music like you realize what they do and what they've actually done and people who criticize them show you what you're too blind to see because if you like something a lot of times you block out the bad in it. You're like, oh, well, they're just a person. This is just a company. Like, they're not going to cover everything. But people who criticize what you love is what really brings you to the real world of what's actually going on. Okay. Now let me ask you, do you like Chris Brown? I like a couple of his songs, but I know that he beat Rihanna, like, when we were when I was younger, because I'm younger than you. But... There's just, the only songs I really love from him are Run It and Freaky Friday, which are, which is with Okay, that's Lil a little Dicky song, so that's yeah, more Lil Yeah, so Dicky he's just then. a feature on it. But personally, I don't really like him. It's just Run It is the one song that, when I was a kid, that was like the pump-up anthem when I was 10. But so you're also I a cheerleader, like, so you probably listen to it a lot more than normal people. That is very true. Like, it played at competitions and shit like that. It was in cheer routines, like... Run It was the song. It was the It song when we were kids. It was like Jason Derulo before Jason Derulo was a thing. But he really hasn't done, at least to my knowledge, Jason Derulo hasn't do, done anything wrong. He's nah, he's like, just like showing his dick print on fucking TikTok. Oh, because he has a huge dick. That's oh, okay. the thing. 
Have you not seen the... Like, you can't pretend that you haven't seen the pictures. You know what I'm talking I, about. I haven't seen the pictures. You have seen the pictures. I've not seen have. the pictures. I've seen the TikTok videos, and it's just like, all right, you're just doing another thing to accentuate your bulge. All right. Like, I can't take him seriously, because all he wants to do is flaunt his dick around. If he wants but to flaunt his dick around, just go into fucking porn at this point. Have you have heard his songs? Like, fucking What You Say, that remix on the older song, hits my heart. Like, I can't... I can't even think of the other names of his songs, but Jason Derulo was a fucking bop when I was younger. Alright, but so, like, cancel culture is good in the one sense, yes. But on the other hand, cancel culture doesn't allow people to grow. Like, I accept cancel culture if it's something was done in the last three to four years. Once you start digging up someone's past, like, eight years back. Like, ten, yeah. Ten, eight, like... Seven, eight, nine, ten years back. That's when they were when, like freshly a teenager, like thirteen. Not even that, that but posted. like you have to think. And I hate using this excuse, but like, I was born ninety five, right? What year were you born? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Okay, so like certain words, uh, and without saying them, you know, like the R word and the F word, say. we grew up and it was acceptable to use their words in the dictionary you can say them but as we got older it became like hey this Taboo, word like is you couldn't say it exactly you were never allowed to say the r word like you couldn't say anything remotely close to that yeah so as much as like which if you go back to probably like some of our social medias you can probably find an instance where we have said the r or the f word but like and it sucks because our parents will use this when it comes to current events. I grew up in a different time where this was acceptable. And honestly, that was my argument for a lot of the times when I used it. And people would say, like, hey, that's not cool for you to say. I'd be like, yo, growing up, this was fine. You can't tell me, like, not to say a word. It's a word. It's in the dictionary. I'm going to use it. It's a But, like, just, like, having grown, as I've said on other podcasts, uh, having grown up, and like matured i realized like hey this is actually not cool like even uh like locker room talk or like talk with your friends sometimes you'll slip up and say it or your friends will say it sometimes you just got to check them like yo that's not cool like but cancel culture doesn't allow you the chance to grow i grew up in a primarily white demographic town Also, you heard the N-word multiple times. That's what the problem is. We have, like, a whole Instagram fucking page about how you can't say the N-word and everything about that. Because we were primarily white. There's maybe three black families. And that's what our main thing... Like, there's a whole Instagram page and, like, there's a Facebook page and a petition we sent around. Because we were so in our own, like... Bubble. Bubble that... We didn't know that that was hard. Like, there was, like, discussion about, like, a soft hard... or so- soft R and a hard R. Okay, But, like, not, nothing like that. If you say the N-word, it's no hard or soft. It's... it's it, Once you add the R to it, that's a hard R, high-key, like... But imagine growing up in a primarily white farm town. So that's where this became, like, an issue. And it's only becoming an issue right now because one person... And the grade above me took a stand, and she was like, hey, this is fucked up. What we're doing is not actually what we should be doing. And she started a revolution within our small, like, farm town. Because that's the issue that we were all facing growing up is because we knew the world as only white with maybe, like, one black family. True. Which is why, like, cancel culture before um, high school, or before college is very very toxic like i don't know if you know sky jackson from like jesse <laughs> yeah ant farm or no she was not on jesse yeah. yeah um she was going around and like people would tweet at her like different people who would say the n-word and these were like high school students and she started calling people out yeah she started calling that. people out but you have to think about like these are high school kids who while they don't well they should know better are raised by people who don't Don't know know better better. and like we had a problem that their confederate flag was being flown in central new york 
Like, I grew up in the middle of New York State. New York wasn't even part of the Confederacy. I know, but we had a whole, like, assembly about the Confederate flag because my farm town was so, like, in their roots to think that they were, like, part of Georgia or Alabama, that, like, this is the thought process that was going through their heads, and that's what I grew up with. And I had to break free of that when I came to college, and I realized that, like, Hey, I was living in a bubble. That's not what the real world was. Okay, but see, you went to college and you... Okay, so what Sky Jackson was doing, um, a lot of these were like... They were either college students or high school students. who And she they just got accepted to college and she would tweet at the colleges or like... She would have people tweet and at the colleges. And get them kicked out. And get them kicked out. Which, okay, that's cool, I guess. Like, quote unquote cool. But you're now denying them the chance to grow and when they look back like hey i got kicked out of school some of them don't have the maturity to be like hey this was my fault i shouldn't have done this it's more so the fact of oh hey this black person now got me kicked out of school like i'm gonna continue to hate black yeah um it now creates this prejudice um so that's where cancel culture is terrible but it's good for people like Chris Brown should be canceled. Shane Dawson should be canceled. Oh my god, he should be canceled um, so hard. So many pe- His different people. His fucking makeup palette too with Jeffree Star. Like Jeffree Star should be canceled as well. Like, but that's the thing. Like, you got to think like a lot of the people who should be canceled are on um, websites like YouTube who don't have high accountability rates. So it dawns on like their sponsors and people who watch them to then say like hey you're canceled this isn't okay you should have known better but at the same time you have parents who let their kids watch anything they're not educated on what's going on with like the people that their kids are watching so like hey yeah sure whatever watch whatever you want but then like youtube doesn't have a full accountability so nobody gets canceled off you if you want to do something and you want to get away with it go on youtube like, as much like, as I hate to say that. Because, like, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all monitor what you post. TikTok is a whole other argument because TikTok is very biased considering, like... I know, but I've had videos deleted from TikTok. And they were, like, casual videos. They can delete anything that they choose to. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok is a whole different entity, but that's also because they're a Chinese corporation. No, it's not. There's two different corporations. There's a Chinese one and an American one. That's what people don't. Okay, know. I thought it was like fully Chinese. Like it's no, there's Chinese. two different things. Okay. I did research it because I was wondering what data they were taking from my phone. Not like I have personal like secrets of America, but I wanted to research it to know what I agreed to for them to take. And there's two separate companies. Okay. But, um, it, it's hard, it's harder when, like, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are more, Facebook is lean, is like the middle ground. TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram are more like, hey, you posted this, this got reported, we're deleting your shit, we're deactivating your account, whatever. Um, YouTube is like the very, very, very lenient, where it's like, hey, you posted this, Eh, fuck it, we're not going to monetize it, but the video can stay up. Yep, uh, so that was this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks, Ashley, for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you, I really want to say, to everyone who listens, um, shares, leaves ratings, comments, whatever you do. Um, we have... Out of every episode, or all the episodes now, we have about 117 plays, um, which means a lot to me, and hopefully I can get one episode to 100 plays. That would be great for me, but um, until I get that singular episode, I just want to get one episode to at least 50 plays, so, you know, share this with your friends, family, coworkers. You know, maybe I'll say something that they want to have a dialogue with me on, or maybe, you know, I'll say something that inspires them. Maybe. I don't think I'm that inspirational, but, you know, the possibilities are endless, and that's what I like about doing this, is there's so much room to grow, and this, (laughs) this is 
the first step and I it seems like each step is the first step but in a long journey you know there's a lot of steps to be taken every step is a first step because you know once the journey gets a little bit shorter it's the first step towards a shorter distance and I'm kind of just rambling but really what I want to say is thank you thank you thank you for the hundred plays um I love you guys and hopefully I have something special for you guys next week with that as I like to say to my brother be easy what is up people welcome to the everyday eddie podcast where this is not a professional podcast i repeat it is not it is not it is not a professional podcast however it is a professional something uh you know this is 13 episodes we are 13 episodes deep and uh, wow i know i say this probably like every couple weeks but bam I can't believe I made it this far. I actually thought about not doing an episode and just taking the week off. But you know what? I'm loving life. Life is loving me. Things are happening. So why not share my black boy joy with my listeners? Because, you know, we a family. Not really, because I don't know y'all, but y'all are starting to get to know me. And it's getting a little weird, all right? I feel like y'all are just peeping toms, just... Checking in through the window and looking at my life. But nevertheless, never the never the less, we going with it. We going with it. Um, so I was going through my Snapchat memories and uh not my Snapchat memories, but my for my eyes only, so like the stuff that only I can see. So it won't always post to my memories or like show up on my memories. And I just want to start with a song lyric. Just like a small little bar. Uh, Tell me about your bank account. Just tell me about your dick size. And I got to say, when I first heard that, like a couple years back, I related. When I hear it now, I relate. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. I don't give a fuck how much money I got. Why are you flaunting that shit? Wealth is the new dick size. It has been for a while, but you know what? I'm calling it out. Wealth is the new dick size. Nobody cares about your money. Just like most girls don't care how big your dick is. Can you use it? Can you use it properly? If you're if you're not doing something productive... Hi, Brian. If you're not doing something productive with your money or helping others, we don't need to hear about how much something was worth. See, okay, this this is now a tangent because I know people and if they take offense to this, take offense to it. I don't really care. Um, who buy fucking Gucci or Louis, um... I mean, Coach used to be like the brand when we were younger, um, listener to around my age, but, you know, now it's all about that Gucci, that Louis, that Prada, and, you know, fucking $400 AirPods, like, uh, I mean, okay, maybe if it's a gift, but there's no reason for it, why, like, why are you trying to, to, like, and I think this is more me now, because if you had like, talked to me back in, like, 2015, yeah, I would want to flex, I would want to flaunt, like, yeah, I could afford this, but now that I'm older, like, I don't give a fuck, if I can afford to go out and have a good time with my friends, that's all I fucking need, I don't need, like, a thousand dollars, I don't need two thousand dollars, would it be nice, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, say no, like, cause fuck it, bills, and fuck it, rent, but at the end of the day, I don't, like, I don't give a fuck about the money. Sometimes I'll just, like, give my friends, like, a couple bucks um, just 
for fuck it, like, yo, you're my friend, like, I see you, like, either I see you struggling, or just, like, hey, thanks for being there for me, like, here, here's, like, here's a little something, like, I appreciate you, or, like, maybe, like, oh, hey, here's a cup of coffee, or, hey, like, you my girl, like, when I'm in a relationship, but, like, fuck that, I don't give a, like, I swear to God, if you, if you are on the gram, if you are on Snapchat, and you flexing Gucci, or AirPods, or the newest trend to come out, just, fuck, man, just block me, I give you full permission to block me, because I don't need to be friends if you, if you flexing money, I'm not flexing money, I'm flexing good times, because that's what I'm here for, I was put on this earth to work, pay taxes, have a good time, and fucking die. I'm tired of working. I'm tired of paying taxes. So I'm here. Well, I mean, I'm still going to pay my taxes. I'm still going to work. But I'm here to have a good time. So I hope that my listeners are here to have a good time. And let's get on with the show. Because, you know, we about that life right now. <laughs> 